And we're back once again with Survivor Hot Takes, two episodes in a row, two days in a row. Uh, today we're going over superlatives, we're going over power rankings, and with me today is Sarah once again. Sarah, what did you think of the finale? Do you think that uh, the certain part of the internet that's um, claiming Xander as a, as a Rob King, do you think there's any merit to that? Uh, what did you think about the episode o- overall before we get started? Yeah, I think it was a pretty strong finale. I am definitely not calling Xander a robbed king. I think any player who would take Erica to the end should not be given a lot of credit to their game. And I think that just shows that his like awareness of the jury and his awareness of what was happening in the game was just not there. And I don't think anybody with that kind of awareness should be credited for playing a really good game like the biggest part of the game is all you have to do is convince the jury if you can't do that you're not a great player you know like all the other moves don't really matter if you can't convince a jury at the end if you're sitting at the end and can't do that so it's the amanda kimmel effect where you know no one will ever sit here and say that amanda was a horrible player because she wasn't It's just that she had this thing where she couldn't convince a jury twice Mm -hmm. that she deserved to win. When in reality, I feel like she could have won, could have and probably should have won Micronesia. I don't know. Um, But in China, she comes in third, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is when, and I love Courtney, but like Amanda should have finished higher than her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Ricard, or not with Ricard, with Xander, his big issue was, and I touched on this yesterday, someone asked him about his social awareness, and he you know, he totally blanked. And there was another point where he said something about a read that he had, and Shan has a little thing on the, on the jury, which is like, that's a bad read on that situation. And then you have things like offering the biggest threat in the game, Ricard. Hey, I might give you this idol. Um, I might not, I don't know. Uh, oh, Erica, I'm not going to send you to fire. And actually his reasoning behind not putting Erica to fire made sense. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't the right choice. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to do this, uh, because we already did it yesterday, but I do say, I, I do think that the, the right person won. And I think that a lot of the, anger towards the winner and or the loser losing um goes very deep and it has it's it's yeah. bothersome um yeah, for real <laughs> did you see um uh, hey, actually somebody started a GoFundMe for Xander I, I was like so, so the funniest part is someone commented was like Xander's not going to sleep with you <laughs> wow <laughs> Just like, come on, people. It, it just, it, it's like Michelle Fitzgerald over again, where, oh, oh, the wrong person won. It's like, well, clearly not, because the jury voted for this person. And I don't care how bitter a jury is. Sometimes pe- people were bitter at Tony the first time he played, and yeah, he won. Yeah. Um, yeah. Richard Hatch is going to go all the way back. Yep. People were bitter towards him. He won. Uh, for some reason, I got really blurry. I don't know what that is. Um, so, both times I've had you on this season, uh, we've we've kind of done our top three players that we think were doing well during that episode. 
and so I don't want to do everyone on the cast because it'll just take forever. But I do want to go from merge until end, ranking every player that made the merge in terms of whatever whatever basis we want to grade players on. Now we don't have to go into detail about why every person's on parts of the list, but if you want to go into if you want to go into detail about certain players, absolutely. Um, especially now that the season is over and all the many winner picks that I had throughout the season all ended up going away and Erica comes out on top. Uh, I think I, it was, I started with Abraham, then I had Deshaun mm-hmm. at some point, maybe Shan. I definitely have Shan. Um, I think I picked everyone except for Erica, Erica, Ricard, and uh, Heather. So, uh, and that's just because I just didn't want Ricard to win. Um, <laughs> But starting with number 10, who do you have? Okay. Uh, I wrote Leanna at number 10. and well, well, 11, 11. It should be 11 people. Sorry. Oh, 11? It should be 11 people. Okay. I will say Nasir for 11. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just said jury because, you know, pre, pre-jury. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Jury. We don't need to do all. Yeah, Nasir, I did put at 11 because obviously his social awareness, oh, probably was lacking the most out of any player in the game. <laughs> yeah, adorable character. And I, you know, I don't, I hope that doesn't come off as condescending because I, I did love Nasir. Yeah. Um, he still has my favorite moment of the season where he, you know, he found the idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have Nasir at 10, I have Heather at 11. Um, but I don't think that Heather, I don't think that Heather is as bad of a player as people are making her out to be. Yeah. Yeah. I have her at nine. Yeah. 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 I I think that the gameplay of the season was good enough that the worst player that makes the merge, um, can still have merit for, for why she was there. And I do agree that Heather, I, I think that she would have probably gotten zero votes at the end, but I do think that she would have been able to state her case. Yeah, I think so too. I actually just listened to her exit inter- interview with uh, Rob and, you know, he said, "Do you, did you see yourself getting any votes if you made it to the end? If you won fire making, did you have a shot to win? And she was like, no. She's like, I knew the jury wasn't going to vote for me. She said um, her jury management just wasn't there, but she played you know, pretty good game in terms of having a duo in the game, not getting targeted for that duo. Um, you know, being on the right side of the boat pretty much, I think, most of the game. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that she and Erica voted the same Yeah. the whole time. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, no, because even the merge vote, she did vote for Tiffany. So... I really think she was on the right side of the boat the whole game, which I mean, that says a lot. Like, yeah, you have to be, you have to be a player, somewhat socially aware, and have the connections enough to have people tell you the truth about where the vote is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you know the edit. Obviously, we could go on and on about that. Yeah, Did not yeah. give her any justice, but I think she played a lot better than um, than we even see. Because like, I found out way more about Heather's game listening to Erica at the end. Yeah. Like, 
in Erica's speech at the end, I was like, oh, okay, Heather, I see you, you know, had no idea about any of that all season. Yeah, and I, and I think, I think that you, you raise a good point with the whole them being a duo the entire time and people either knew and didn't care or just decided, hey, we'll, we'll figure that out later. And then all of a sudden, two of them are sitting at Final Four, and it's like, well, too late. And, you know, Deshaun, you know, I, I've sat here and talked about how I think that it was a bad move for what he did at Final Six, Final Five. Uh, by blowing up that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Having said that, at least he was aware enough to finally say, hey, look, guys, let's do something about this, or let's try to break these two up. And ultimately, it doesn't work. But um, so I guess our nine and or our 10 and 11 are flipped. No, no, you have Liana. Yeah. Yeah. You have Liana at 10. I have Liana at 10, Nasir at 11, Heather at 9. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have Leon at nine. So our bottom three are all the, yeah, our bottom three are all the same. Yay. Um, and I, and I loved Liana, but you know, I, I do think that um, the whole telling on the vote, you know, the round, it was just kind of like, ugh, what are you yeah. doing? I had so much hope for you. All right. So moving up to eight, I don't have much to say about this person, but I really loved Evie as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, see Evie coming back, uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing an Evie return. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I actually have Evie at seven. Okay. Um, but it was going to be a little bit of hot take. I did put Xander at eight. Oh no. <laughs> oh, the, the dude bros are coming out tonight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not the dude bros and the Facebook fans. Yeah. <laughs> he was never going to win because he's a white male. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Relax. Relax, friends. I I just have to, like, analyze his game. And, you know, with the whole, like, oh, maybe I'll play my idol on Ricard thing. Like, I got I to gotta take off points for him for that. And then, you know, I just think a lot of people are giving him credit for, like, holding on to his idol for that long, but, like, that makes you kind of a bad player if, you know, you never got to use it to make a move. Like, you know, at least, at least, you know, he didn't get voted out with an idol in his pocket, but he didn't do anything with that power. Um, And then I think that, obviously, his biggest mistake was taking Erica, and I I understand his thought process behind that, (laughs) but I think if he really wanted to you know, make a really big move to give himself a lot of credit for his game. He should have actually gone um, against Heather or gone against Erica or Ricard in fire. I think if he took out Ricard in fire, like Ricard would have like been his biggest supporter on the jury. And you could tell that Ricard, and, and, I, and I brought this up yesterday and, you know, I think it should be reiterated that, what Ricard was saying to Xander while he was on the jury, it's like, yeah, I made all these personal connections and this, that, and the other, and I want you to be Uncle Xander and this, and it, but never during that speech and everything, Ricard's voting for Xander. Yeah. But I don't, like we, I think we all kind of knew that that was not going to happen, but that they did make that type of actual connection. I do think Ricard puts game over personal when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And having said that, so I have I have Xander at four. 
I, I, I'm in the camp that if you have an idol and you never have to play it, you must be doing something right. Having said that, um, you know, it kind of looks like he was always going to probably be zero votes at the end. Like it would have taken a lot, like it would have been like him, Heather and Deshaun. He probably gets a few votes there, but like it, it seems like him and Heather were fighting for that zero vote finalist spot. And I think like, you know, being such a young player, you have to do something big for people to respect your game. And I think if he had better social awareness and I think if he, um, if he made moves, like made a move with his idol or um, like, I think if he would have played it on Evie during that second tribal, like that would have been a power move. I mean, I feel like he just had to do more almost because people kind of were sleeping on him. Like, Oh, he's young. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And, I don't know. I just feel like he he had to, and I know it's kind of a disadvantage to him coming into the game and at merge. But uh, I feel like his pre-merge game was maybe a little stronger than his merge game. But yes, and that's a problem that a lot of people run into in both real Survivor and, as we both know, in in the orgs uh, or LRG community, where mm-hmm. people will sit there and try to make big move after big move pre-merge because it's like, oh man, the show has trained me to think that I have to be making big moves all the time. Mm -hmm. And then you realize when you hit merge, people remember that and they can either say, okay, we'll start over and do it all over again. Or they just cut you off right there and say, okay, you've, you've had your time. You got to go. And I think that that what happened with Xander is yes, he was playing a pretty good to great game pre-merge. He hit the merge and yes, he, he took a backseat for a bit, but that he never, I mean, from what we're, we're shown, it never seemed like he took that front seat again. Mm-hmm. Like he, he didn't go to the merge, chill for a bit, and then peek his head out like what Tony did in 40. He just took the backseat and just, I won't say coasted because he did have to fight his way there. I'm not going to say that, he, yeah, but he didn't do what, he, we weren't getting old school Xander yeah. Uh, we were getting pre-merge Xander the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at first, like I think, like you know, the first merge vote, people were talking about voting him out and like, oh, he has an idol, we should vote him out and all that. But then after that, you didn't really hear much of it. And yeah, it does make him a good player if he, you know, is able to just stay safe. But at the same time, it makes him a bad player because it's like, like you, people didn't want to vote you out because they knew they could beat you, like. You gotta make a move to make yourself more, you know, have a resume than just like you said, coast your way through. Um, so from there, I'll just do my last two before we get to our top five. Mm-hmm. So at seven, I have Tiffany, and at six, I had Danny. I wanted to put Danny higher, but I, you know, I guess I could switch him and Xander, but for now, I have Danny at six. I think that Danny was probably the third best social player of this season. Yeah. Um, I think that everyone liked it. I feel like Danny, if you've replaced Deshaun with Danny, I think that Danny actually has a chance at beating Erica at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Erica probably still wins, but I think it's a lot closer than Deshaun, Erica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, who's six and seven? Uh, so I have Evie at six. Um, and, oh, and then seven, I actually have Deshaun. <laughs> Okay, so before Final Five, mm-hmm. would Deshaun have been higher for you? 
yeah, yeah. Uh, I think whenever Deshaun let out the the truth bomb, was that at six or five? That was at six. six. Yeah, I think that was biggest downfall to his game, and the jury did not respect that. Like in all the exit interviews I've listened to, everybody keeps talking about that truth bomb because they're like Deshaun, like these are the people who are trying to save you, like. This is the only people you have to work with to make it to the end. Like, wh- why are you going to cause? Why are you doing this now? Yeah. It, it shows that he was aware of the duo between Heather and Erica. But, like, to make that big truth bomb at tribal, like, everybody didn't respect that on the jury. And it's like, you know, you just have to be aware of what your jury is looking for. And I'll be completely honest with you. I think this season was the most old school season we have seen in a long time. Um, I think if you take out the advantages that production created and all the twists, if you took all of that out, I think we would have seen a very, very old school game. I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even the winner, the winner is a very old school winner. We we had a a person that, you know, she wasn't making all these outlandish moves and she wasn't up there reading her resume or any of of that mess. I think it's mess. Um, She went up there and was just, herself she answered everyone's questions the way they wanted them to be answered mm-hmm. and you know she she was aware enough to know that she was in a great she was okay i can't say that because ricard was still there but once shan left it was ricard and then erica and then everybody else and in, wow. in, in my opinion and i think that that's another thing with xander it's like how did you how did you not pick up on the fact that and it's that's another thing about these fans the fans had actually went into the finale thinking that Xander had a chance. And at first I thought they were joking. Mm-hmm. Like, there's absolutely no way that he's going to win. It's like, why? He's do- he's the one doing everything. It's like, he's he's not. He's not the one. And if these people that are actually out there with him can see that, you should be able to see it watching it from home. Yeah. Besides what the edit is showing us, yeah. you should still be able to perceive how what's going on here. And it's crazy that people, even people that I know that have watched a fair few seasons, weren't able to pick up on it now. Mm-hmm. And this season where it wasn't, they weren't trying to overly hide it. I didn't think that Xander was being portrayed as like this conquering hero. But yeah. Yeah. according to Reddit, he's the Rob King. Hashtag. <laughs> according to Facebook and Reddit. Um, yeah, I think, I think just Sean... The thing is about Deshaun, if it was like a heroes versus villain season, he would have thrived. Um, just As a hero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, some kind of chaotic season, I think he would have thrived in more. But you just have to know the people you're playing with. And I don't think the jury was, was respecting chaos like you know like tony won clearly that jury respected the chaotic game he played you know but they weren't they weren't respecting deshaun for that and i think the reason i'm kind of basing my my rankings mostly on like how they played according to the social awareness of the jury you know and so that's why i have him at seven and then you know, turning on Shan like that at the end of the day. I, I yeah, I felt like that was way too, uh, I don't know. I just he didn't have to do it then. I understand that Shan was like, yeah, you know, but yeah. 
Deshaun. Uh, and and, and it's, it's funny because I, I saw a lot of myself in Deshaun this season, including the impulse control thing. So I have, depending on the situation, uh, mainly coaching and playing games, I have really short impulse control when it comes to mess. So when there's mess going along, instead of just, you know, oh, that's uh, leave to them. It's like I have to just be like, hey, everyone needs to just, you know, SDFU, everyone. I'm like, I have to be the one that screams, even though, even if it has nothing to do with me, because I feel like it's taken away from my fun. In yeah. the game. And my fun is what's most important. Um, and then with Deshaun, it's like, okay, you see these two people as a duo. Cool. There are ways that you can break these two up without potentially screwing yourself over because they could have easily just went ahead and flipped the vote onto him and kept Danny. Now, I think they were smart in taking Danny out at that point because you perceive that, oh, man, Deshaun has lost himself the game right here. We're not switching the vote at this point. Um, I think that if he had just gone about it a different way, just wait till they get back to camp and say, hey, Erica, can I talk to you? Hey, Heather, can I talk to you? Um, Things could have gone so much differently for him. But enough about (laughs) what? Yeah, I know we can get on a rant about this. But, like, even, like, pulling in, trying to pull in, like, Xander and Ricard and be like, hey, like other Heather and Erica, you know. You gotta and- get rid of Ricard though. You gotta get rid of Ricard. That like he he should well, not have even still been there. He wanted to at six, so they couldn't vote. Yeah. Him oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I think if Danny and Deshaun would have, you know, made a two-two-two happen, and then had those conversations with Ricard and Xander before, like possibly one of them could have flipped on the revote, but you know, you never know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So into our top five. At at number five for me, I'm. It was it's Deshaun. I've already said enough about Deshaun. Who's your number five? Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I love. I love Danny so much. Seven, the same two inter intertwined. Um, I love. I loved Danny. Uh, number four, he said, was Xander. Yeah. Uh, I already... Yeah. My number four is actually Tiffany. I okay. think she's a robbed queen because. You know, she actually wasn't going to go home that night. The night she went home, the only reason she went home is because uh, Heather, you know, made that live tribal happen and tried to pin the votes on this year. They were actually going to split the votes between Xander and Tiffany going into tribal. And Xander was going to go home with an idol in his pocket. I I listened to some exit interviews and I was like, oh, okay. Um, But yeah, Xander was going to go home that night. And when Heather stood up and tried to get everyone to vote for this year. So funny. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yes. And <laughs> the whole season would have been different. But because Heather tried to vote out this year that night and that whole live tribal happened, then they were all like, well, let's just vote Tiffany. And they all just did that because I think they were trying to like ensure that they would, you know, have the numbers together in case some people were voting this year and you know, they figured let's just stick with one, but I don't, I don't know all the details as to why at that point they just said, okay, let's just all go Tiffany. But going into tribal, the plan was to split between Tiffany and Xander and Xander goes home. Okay. Chaos wow. happened. Yeah. 
And so that's why I think Tiffany was just really robbed in that sense because, you know, there wasn't much she could do. I think she was a killer, killer player, like, pre-merge. And I think she could have gone a very long way because she was just so good at talking to people. I mean, she kind of had her back up against a corner going into merge, but she was just such a good social player. And also, all the exit interviews, everybody keeps saying how much they love Tiffany and how close they were to her as a person. Like, Deshaun and her were really, really close, and you didn't see any of that. Um, Deshaun also sucked out Xander uh, pre-merge um, when he was trying to lie about something, and she immediately was just like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you always knew about stuff going on, too, like, Oh, I wish she could come back and play. I don't I don't think she will, but maybe. Um, but I, I did have her at four just because I think she had so much potential and she I think she got robbed <laughs> that night. Okay. Uh, all right, so top three. Uh, at, so we both have the same top three. <laughs> uh, it just depends on what order they're in. Uh, so at three, I do have Shan. Me too. <laughs> uh, I do have Shan. I think Shan, I've said it repeatedly, I think that she's the, the best character to come out of the season. Uh, I think she is, but along with Ricard, the shoe-ins to, if they were ever have people come back from this season, those are the two that I think would definitely come back. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, she had so much support even though she was pretty much a villain for the, the, the season. Like, she, she was the season's uh, villain, and she still had a lot of – she also had a lot of hatred, but, you know, screw them. Um, but she had a lot of support. Um, you know, just people wanted to see what, you know, what type of crazy thing she would do or say next. And I, I think that, you know, Deshaun taking her out in the short run probably worked, but, like, in the long run, I think that – if they had kept her around a little bit longer, um, things probably, I mean, obviously would have been different, but um, just, you know, me personally, I would have loved to have had her on the screen at least one more week or two. Um, but her, you know, besides like Eliza, she has like the greatest, ju greatest jury face uh, ever. So uh, we were, we got bad. Um you said you also have Shannon at three, right? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. And I, I totally agree with that. She also was the only one to really notice Erica as such a big threat. You know? Well, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you mean at the, at the merge? Because at the pre-merge, people, yeah, people were still trying to get her out then, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at merge, she kept trying to bring up Erica, and nobody would on, get on board with it. And... I think that shows you her social awareness too. Like, hey, y'all, like Erica's gonna win this game. Like she saw she saw it coming, you know? And so mad respect to Shan for that. And you know, obviously her pre-merge game was the best pre-merge game I've ever seen any player play in I mean, Survivor it's history. Go down in history. <laughs> yeah, Survivor history. <laughs> so um, well, she'll definitely come back. I think it would be awesome if Survivor had a season like rivals versus duos and her and Ricard came back together as like a duo and then oh that would be such a cool season. I'd watch. Uh, <laughs> um, so top two is obviously the same. Uh, uh, number two I have Erica. Oh, Erica! <laughs> <laughs> 
that was a hard one. But yeah, I, I was really torn between uh, her and Ricard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that Ricard was the the best player of the season. Yeah. But you know, like Jeff said, the best player doesn't always win. Mm-hmm. Um, People were trying to use that about Xander, and I was like, no. No, no, no. (laughs) This is, Jeff, I think you're reading the room wrong. (laughs) Your social awareness is not the best. Um, (laughs) But I I think that, I mean, once all of this backlash kind of goes away, I think people will start to look at her, like people start to look at Michelle Fitzgerald, how they start to look at Sepia. Um, The winners like that where it's like, okay, yeah, we're not given much on the screen. But based off of what everyone else is saying, based off of rewatches, uh, and becoming bigger fans of the game, I guess, you can see, okay, yeah, it was very clear that she was a threat for a long time. Uh, and I think that, um, but I mean, shoot, she was one vote away from being unanimous. And I'm yeah. pretty sure, did she have any votes against her this season? Nope. Wait. Maybe I don't think. I don't think so either. Uh, why do you have Why do you have Erica number two? While I look this up. Okay, I think Alexander didn't have many votes cast against them. It does not look like Erica got any votes. Wow, so Erica would have been. Erica was one vote away from having a perfect game. And I will say that, like, I think she easily would have been a unanimous winner, but. I think it was Danny who voted for Deshaun. Danny, yeah, I think that was out of, you yeah. know. I think because uh, he wanted Deshaun to get second because of money. Yeah. Erica, got vote, Erica got votes at uh, the Shan vote out. It went three votes Shan, three votes Liana, two votes Erica. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but in, either way. <laughs> either way. I think that going keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. Oh no no no! Oh, that's good. That was a good question. Um, I think what was I saying? You were saying how we were talking about how why Danny voted for. Oh yeah, I think it was just because you know there's a money difference between second and third place, and so I think he was like, well, I'd rather Deshaun have the money than Xander, out of respect, but. Yeah, I think that going in, and I said this yesterday, I think that going in, I feel like most people were just going in there asking random questions, but they already knew they were voting for Erica. Yeah. Um, And I think that is a testament to her game. Like, the fact that she was a vote away, and it was probably a thrown vote away from Mm -hmm. being a unanimous winner. We don't get many unanimous winners, um, which... Yeah, and, and and I think Sandra was probably the closest. I think she won six one as well her first yep. time. Yeah. Um, I think that once again, and I hate doing this because I'm not a Xander hater. I actually really like Xander. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm a Xander fan hater uh, yeah. because this is just another thing where it's like, okay, this woman clearly was going to blow out everyone there. Why do you think that your guy was the one that was robbed the most? Mm-hmm. Like out of everyone else, like come. Anyway, number one is Ricard. Sarah, why do you like Ricard so much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my number two. Honestly, him and Erica could kind of go interchangeably between one and two. I think he was the player of the season. I think he played the most powerful game. He 
was in a power position, controlled most of the game. I could definitely put him at number one. I think the only reason I put Erica at number one is just because I think she played one of the best winner games. I don't know if she played one of the best all-star games. Like, I wouldn't really consider her an all-star player. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of winner game, like, it's, like, almost flawless, the game she played to win. Because under the radar, you know, she was on the right side of the vote, I think, every Every vote. time. Right yeah. side of the vote every time. Yeah. Right side of the vote every time. She made the moves when she knew they had to be made, like, perfect timing in every single move she made. And then, obviously, like, you know, won immunity when she needed to. And then just everything about her game. She didn't get too close to people. She got close enough, but not too emotionally close to people to where they felt bitter toward her. Like, oh, everything about her game was, like, flawless. Yeah, I don't think she got any... I don't say that people were asking her softball questions, but I don't think anyone asked her anything that was like, wow, this person might still be a little pissed about something. And you can't say the same thing about Deshaun or Xander. They were getting questions. The 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 Shane questioned him about, oh, do you think he sold out? And it's like, oh my gosh, no. Don't ask him that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't. But also, why are you doing this? Um, <laughs> so overall, before we get to our heroes, villains, and, uh, and that, before we wrap up, overall, if you were to rank the season right now, mm-hmm. would it be upper, mid, or bottom? Would you put it above or be, uh, below China? Oh, above. <laughs> above. <laughs> Honestly, it is like one of the hardest seasons to to rank. It really is because there's been nothing like it, you know? I I would have to put it somewhere in the middle, like upper, middle, it yeah. got a lot of hate. And the only reason it got hate is because of production's twist. Like, if you took some of the twist out, like the hourglass twist and all that, like, it would have been a very, very strong old school season. Like, I know they were playing some new school strategy, but like Danny and Heather and, like, you know, a lot of these players were just very old school. They valued connections with people. They valued loyalty. They, they really – respected each other like there was no drama really in the game like huge drama I mean there's something that happened but I think overall like it was just kind of like a it kind of reminded me of a off-brand David versus Goliath where like Mm -hmm. even like in David versus Goliath it never seemed like there was any type of real mess like they had their tips here and there but you know, like a lot of people that got voted out, you know, gave props to people as they left. And, you know, it didn't seem like the jury was overly bitter towards anyone. Yeah. Um, and that, and I feel like this is, it's not as good as David versus Life, but I would also have it upper middle tier. Um, I think that if you take away the advantages, or at least some of them, uh, I think it would make, I think it would have a case for top 15 uh, season. I think it's definitely top 10 when it comes to newbie casts. Yeah. Uh, I think the cast was amazing. Um, hero of the season. Hero. Oh, this is hard. What'd you say? I put Erica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I put Erica. Uh, and not just because she won, but I think that helped her mm-hmm. <laughs> with mine. Uh, and then for villain, I it was a tie for me between Ricard and Shan. 
um, because they were the duo. Um, I think that Ricard became less of a villain after Shan left. Yeah. But I think there were fun villains that we could watch. Not like these hateable villains that everyone thinks they have to be just because of the word villain. Can yeah. you be a villain and still be liked? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I was going to say Ricard for villain too, uh, just because pre-merge, Ricard from like, I'm sorry, I, I was in exit interviews. I'm such a nerd, but I found out, I found out so much more about the game in exit interviews than the edit shows. But uh, in the exit interviews, everyone that got voted out from Ua pre-merge was saying like, we just love Shan. Like, even though she you know, cut us, like, we love her, like, she was awesome, and they just viewed, their perception of Ricard was, like, cold and, like, you know, so I I think Ricard is a little more villainous, but like you said, when Shan left, he kind of almost took a hero position, like, leading the yeah. minority alliance, you know, and making it a majority alliance, like, it, yeah, I think he was a likable villain, uh, for hero, yeah, I can see Erica. I kind of want to say Danny too. You oh know. my goodness, Dan yeah. Danny's just so wholesome. Him and Nasir, just the most wholesome people. <laughs> yeah, and Danny had his people, and he was gonna fight for his people. Like those were his people, you know. He was playing a super loyal game, super old school game, and I think he was just like, I'm gonna protect my people. Like he was, he was a very hero role like he he didn't want to try to get super messy you know he was like i'm just gonna play this game and it worked and i feel like people were respecting him despite the fact that he wasn't playing like this big moves type game yeah. i think people were still i like i said earlier i feel like people probably would have voted for him at the end even though he wasn't sitting there you know making these huge moves and yeah. that's proven because erica one and she wasn't out here making all these flashy moves. Yeah. Um, best confessionals. Mm. I put Shan. I put Shan. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, the Shantham, once they put it on iTunes, uh, will be my most played song. Hopefully they put yep. it on iTunes. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah. But I, I really love Shan's confessionals. Uh, I think she blows everybody else out. Uh, I won't say that. There were some. Tiffany gave pretty solid ones. Yeah, yeah. I like Tiffany and Shan. Uh, Deshaun had pretty good ones. Deshaun had pretty good, especially when he was pissed. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, pissed. I like Tiffany, yeah. Yeah. I, I had like two, but I'm pretty sure they were, those were fine. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, so at final six, Heather had only had four confessionals all season. That's such shit. That's I know. That's but for a for an almost finals for a final four yeah, uh, player. Fire. Yeah. That's that's bullshit. It, it's yeah. bullshit. Um, yeah. And on that note, uh, no. <laughs> um, before we wrap things up, um, in a few weeks, uh, me and Sarah will be doing a retrospective on Survivor China. As Sarah has mentioned on the show a few times. Uh, her Survivor hot take is that Survivor China is overrated. Um, I have it as a high mid-tier season, so I'm not one of these huge China super fans. But I am interested to see how she how she feels about it 
on a new rewatch and why she feels about it uh, on a, on a, on a rewatch rewatch. Um, we will probably have that out to you at some point in January. Um, Thank you all again. I know I said this yesterday. Thank you all again for continuing to uh, tune in. Um, it's been great uh, being able to talk about current Survivor again uh, as I revert back to being neurotic. Uh, I needed I needed this season. I feel like a lot of people needed this season. Um, that's why I was I went to a premiere party and a, and a finale party because I wanted to be around like minded people you know, when it came back and when it went off. Um, and I'm excited to do a rewatch of this season whenever I do my um, 41, or I guess it'll be 42 seasons by the time I do it again. My 42 seasons and 42 days thing that I plan on doing probably around May. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so Sarah, thank you once again so much for coming on as much as you did this season. Um, I really enjoyed having you on. Uh, I probably need to start listening to a lot more exit interviews than like my favorites. Uh, I, I will only listen like two or three people a season. Um, but maybe I'll start this. I have nothing but time now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you all for tuning in and we will see you on the other side.